You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now, your host, Trey Harris. So Melvin the monster hero rid Tromaville of all of its evils so the good citizens could live their lives in peace and happiness. And the next time you're in danger or in need of help, look to the horizon and maybe, just maybe, the Toxic Avenger will be there. The bath after watching that movie. Mm. Sorry to spoil the end of it right there for you if you haven't seen it. But welcome to the finale, the toxic, wasty finale of this podcast we call Ladies Revisited and this month we call Superhero Month. Because I'm one of your hosts, Trey Harris. With me, as always, is my own Sarah, my own wife who puts up with her toxically deformed husband of superhuman strength and amazing wit and personality. I'm a saint, basically. Yeah. I'm here. Of course, and as always, our own vat of toxic waste that, when I fall into, it makes me stronger and better. Jesse Sedgley? Yes, I am. I guess I don't know. There's nobody else. There's no other, <laughs> no other good person in this film. But anyway, you could say we say you could say we save the best for last, or perhaps the worst for last. Yeah. Well, well let, let, let's let's right, let's right. find out. What, Go ahead. Let's let's see what happens here. But the Toxic Avenger, originally, like distributed in distributed in May of 1984, never released theatrically, and the accepted date, however, is I mean, it was, it was released theatrically, but not until 1986. The exact date or the accepted date is April 11th. 6.2 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? I mean, I'm sorry, IMDb. 67% critics on Rotten Tomatoes. 63% audience. Budget was 475,000 estimated. The only info I got was a domestic gross of around 800000 So it made its money back. Yeah. <laughs> it was directed by Michael Hertz, Hers, excuse me, who also directed Toxic Avenger 2 and 3, and also Lloyd Kaufman, who directed pretty much all the other Toxic Avengers as well, and and for the most part, every other trauma, trauma film he ever. Is the president and, of trauma. And there is quite a lot of them. So if you're a trauma fan, you know all about. You should know all about that because there are people out there who are diehard trauma fans. Why? Because they just like low budget schlock like this. Yeah. All right. But anyway, written by Joe Ritter, who also uh, uh, pretty much he wrote the screenplay, and that's uh, this is basically it. However, much like last week's director for The Punisher was not necessarily a director, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Ritter was mainly a camera operator who also. Uh, ran camera on Starship Troopers, Francis Ford Coppola's, Coppola, Coppola's Dracula, and also Freddy's Dead, among other things. So, Pulp Fiction. Shin. Oh, there you go. That'd steady be. cam operator. Still, that's that's something. Yeah, he was there, and knowing there's a lot of steady cam work in that film anyway. So yeah, he got his... the whole dance scene. That's all steady cam. That's true. Uh, that right. Uh, starring Mitch Cohen as Toxie or the Toxic Avenger. I don't think he's actually called Toxie in this one. Uh, he had a bit part in Clerks, and he was also in the Toxic Avenger 4, but not as Toxie. 
Uh, Mark Torgel was Melvin. The only other film he pretty much did was Toxic Avenger 4. Uh, he also, I didn't bother writing it down, but he also did a lot of editing for TV shows or uh, sound or something for TV shows. So, again, another person who was in this movie in a capacity not which they were or maintained as their profession in the film industry. Uh, Andre, I guess that's how you say it because that's too easy at the end of it. Andre <laughs> Miranda was Sarah, the girlfriend. Uh, she starred in nothing else. Uh, Cindy Mannion was Julie. She starred in nothing else. Gary Schneider was Bozo. He did star in something else. He starred in Class of Newcomb High, another trauma film, yeah. which I believe is still on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, don't bother. Uh, and Dan Snow was Cigar Face. And he's significant because he was in, even though he was uh, killed in this film, he shows up in every other Toxic Avenger movie mm-hmm. and also in the forthcoming Class of Newcomb High 2. Which is... Okay. So, yeah, uh, Autumn, had you ever... No. E- Really? You've never had a turkey sandwich before? <laughs> no, so have you ever, ever even heard of this film in any capacity? Or had any knowledge of the Toxic Avenger you or know, Tromaville, I, trauma films? No, I, don't, I still don't know what the hell trauma films is. I don't want to know. Please don't tell me anything else about it. Well, actually, no. you see, trauma is the production Stop company. it. I had heard of Toxic Avenger, but I don't know if that's because I heard of it because it was a thing or because I was married to you. So I don't know why I knew what it was. But you But I knew did. what it was. I'd never seen it. Not sorry I missed it. Mm-hmm. Kind of okay pretending I never saw it. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of it? It was terrible. I, I, I kind of think that was the point. But any anything sticks out? Any particular? Like, okay, you know how sometimes there's bad movies that you love anyway because... Like, yeah. they're funny, or they're entertaining, or, like, like you know it's bad, but, like, you know, you like Con it for Air. whatever. Yeah, like, Con Air, Armageddon, you know it's bad, but, mm-hmm. like, it still entertains you. This was not that. Okay. For this, you. This was not funny. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, yeah, they know it's bad, but it's, it's you know, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Yeah. No. Gotcha. No. Jesse, have you ever seen The Toxic <laughs> Avenger? Uh, no, I haven't, but I've seen other trauma movies. Mm, so you got, you know the gist. Yes, you I know, do. you know kind of what's what's I've seen going on. Many of Lloyd Kaufman's stuff. I have his uh, "Make Your Own Damn Movie" when I was getting started with filmmaking, and that's mm-hmm. actually very helpful. And he had a book that I read uh, when I was doing an internship at a place. I think it was called "How to Make a Movie on Ten Thousand Pennies." Maybe it, maybe it wasn't him. The dude looked just like him if it wasn't Lloyd Kaufman. It sounds like something he'd do. Uh, but it's basically how to make a movie on 10,000 bucks. You know, 10,000 pennies. Or a million pennies, excuse me. <laughs> Thanks, fat checker. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh, where was I? Oh, but yeah. Uh, I think I told the gist of the story uh, a week or two ago about my first experience with this film. Good old movie land video in Walker. The cover of the Toxic Avenger is epic. It's a it's a classic VHS cover, painted, Toxie, all mutant, deformed in his tutu, holding his mop, big American flag behind him at the bottom, the Toxic Avenger, and then at the in big letters on the top, unrated. My parents were so naive, but I was smart. I was really <laughs> fucking smart. Mom, like it's unrated. That you know it's, that means it's not bad. It's not R. They just didn't rate it. It's you know, and. My mom rented me the Toxic Avenger. So we go home, and we put it on. Well, she's in the kitchen. I'm obviously watching the movie I rented. 
And I'm watching it. And the first line in the film, would you look at that fucking guy? And she's like, wait, well, I thought this wasn't, like, supposed to be bad. I'm like, oh, it must just be, you know, maybe that one thing. It's like, oh, okay. And then they proceed to have the conversation where every adjective is fuck. So they pretty much say the F word like ten times in the first five seconds of this movie. And also, it's a trauma film. So automatically there's close-ups of titties and all sorts of other things <laughs> that a child of sick should not be seeing. Yeah. This was, this is, I shouldn't have watched this movie. And rightfully, mom said, okay, go ahead and just turn that off. She kind of called all, oh, okay, obviously unrated, like, it means like, it, you know, aha, you got me, but <laughs> turned off. Well, then she made the mistake of saying that she had to go to the store uh, and left me at home. So I put the movie back six? in. Yeah. This was the 80s. Yeah. Didn't you matter. I could Did say she take home. your brother? Yeah, because he was like a baby. I can't yeah. I couldn't babysit, but she, <laughs> she said, just stay here and watch TV. Okay, Ma, bye. And you did watching, that. Watching through the vines, the car's gone, Toxic Avenger goes back in, watch the whole min, uh, 86 minutes of the movie or 72 minutes, whatever it is, the short film. She left a six-year-old home alone for an hour and a half. Yeah, and the worst thing I did was watch the Toxic Avenger, which honestly I mean, detrimental, <laughs> is pretty bad. Detrimental to your character. And uh, when we watched it the other night, that was mm-hmm. probably the third time I've ever is seen this line? film. Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you just look at that fucking guy. I still remember it like crystal clear, uh, but as a kid, watching it as a kid, when it was over, I didn't get, I didn't get it. Like I didn't like see what the big deal was. It. <laughs> I didn't understand why, because I knew even then, like it was kind of a big thing, because I knew there was other ones, you know, just from like the video store and hearing people talk and whatever. But I watched it and I was just like, this is dumb. I don't get it. Like it's not even like funny. Exactly. It's, it's not even funny. Like, uh, my six-year-old self didn't like even like it. So, uh, mm. but then when I watched it again, I always the part that always like fu- like made me like as a little uh, at six was when the kid gets his head run over by the car in the beginning. Yeah. Which watching it now, I was like, that's so stupid. That's not even like I don't even see why that like like made me like ugh. Yeah, like not- you were freaking out about it so bad before it happened that it made me close my eyes. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't. And bad then at all. after the fact, you're like, oh, that wasn't bad, and I was like, oh. Yeah, All right. Again, I don't remember. I've seen this movie three times total, and I don't really remember much except I'm the first line of the film six-year-old Trey and the anymore. end of the movie. Well, the six-year-old Trey was scared of Superman 3. Uh, <laughs> the sand people in Star Wars scared me when they pop up. And, <laughs> I had a recurring nightmare as a child. <laughs> the only recurring nightmare I've ever had was being chased by sand people. And they eventually caught me and shoved me in a vacuum cleaner thing that oh like chopped God. me up. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, I had that dream, like, three times as a very young kid. Like, it always terrified me. Because, like, you know, it was one of those, like, really lucid, not lucid, but uh, one of those dreams where you, you know, it felt, it, you know, when you're dreaming it, it feels real. And then, mm-hmm. like, you're so relieved that it's a dream because you're not dead. Chopped up by sand people in Walker, Louisiana, planet Earth, yeah. Milky Way Galaxy. Six-year-old Trey's a moron. <laughs> Six-year-old Trey was cooler than you are now. You wish. Mm, I know. <laughs> Six-year-old Trey had seen Predator and all these other movies that you never like saw till you met me. Maybe uh, you saw Predator. I'm just using uh-huh. it as a general generalization, so I don't mean fact checking right, right now. Let's curb the fact checking. I didn't Moving on. see the Moving Punisher on. and Moving Toxic on. Avenger. Yeah, until or I Superman met you. 3, so thanks a lot or, for that. Yeah. Anyway. Ruining things. No, but uh, yeah. So uh-huh. finishing the story, I yeah. watched the whole movie as a six-year-old and just like, okay. Then of course by that time I'm watching something else when Mom walks back in. Like, hey, mom, uh, you want to go bring this movie back because it's it's stupid and I can't finish watching it. <laughs> I can't it watch and, it because I'm sick. And let's I'm get six. another one. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't remember if we did or not, but, you know, that the video store was a routine yeah. uh, thing for us back in the day. Because, again. You, you lived know. in Walker. Well, uh, yeah, and it was 1986, so <laughs> there wasn't fucking Netflix. Local references. Yeah. MLV, yo. TRU, Walktown for life. What? You don't get it because you weren't there. I don't know what you that means. You went straight out of Walktown. Uh, since that's a cool thing now, all of a sudden because of the movie. Oh, you think you're hip with the kids. No, no, that's what I'm getting at. Like these, because uh, we were at my grandmother's house and my... <laughs> and not, she said she was straight out of Compton. Yeah, my grandmother's hip uh-huh. now because all, all the kids are saying it. I know. Right. But one of my cousin, uh, not cousin, what is that, niece? I guess it's cousin. I don't know. They're all your cousins. I don't know. Yeah, my, one of my cousin's kids was like, yeah, she's in high school right now. Like, yeah, all my... I'm not friend. We're talking about movies, like you know what movies mm-hmm. we'd seen lately at the theater. You know, I'd, I'd, unfortunately we had to say that we the last one we saw was Fantastic Four. Uh, at that time, we have seen something else since then, so that's <laughs> taken out of our you know current list, so to speak. When he was like, "Yeah, all my friends are talking about Straight Outta Compton," and I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." Uh, do you even know what NWA the band NWA? You even know what that means? She's and I forget what she said something like ridiculous. I thought somebody else said that. But she was yeah, like, somebody did. And she's no. like, no. And then I had to tell them what that stood well, she for. Didn't, well, she didn't know what NWA was. Yeah. So she's talking about this movie that all her friends are going seeing. I yeah. don't really want to see it. And Trey's like, do you even know what like who NWA is? And she was like, no. It's like that's the the movie is based on the group. And I was like, do you know what NWA stands for? And of course she wouldn't because she doesn't know what NWA is or was. Napkins with appetizers. No, but she, I can't remember what she said, but it was actually pretty funny. Like, as a guess of what it was, which is totally wrong. But uh, if, you, if you don't know what it stands for... Google it. I can't say yeah. it because I'm white. But anyway, just G, uh, Google it. Straight out of Google for the answer. Straight out of Google. But anyway, what I was just getting at was that, you know, it's all of a sudden, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, you hear people say, oh, that's, you know, your par- my parents used to say it. I'm not sure if yours did, Autumn, because I know how you are. Your family's so unique and different doesn't do the things that all normal families did. Like uh-huh. have Halloween and that kind of stuff. Right. But anyway, like, you know, uh, oh, that's a song that I grew up on, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, you know, you, can, you, know, you just kind of take ownership of it in a sense. Like, oh, that's like, you know, when I was a kid, we had, you know, grunge was coming out and there wasn't all these, like, you know, lyrics about big booties. And, well, there was one song about big booties, but, you know. So these kids now are like listening, hearing real rap. Like for the first time. I mean, like, excuse <laughs> let me not say real rap because I, I don't listen. I'm not hip to the hip on the current state of the hippity hop. So I can't say for sure wow. what else is out there because I, I don't, obviously that's not a genre that I listen to all the time. I mean, I downloaded the new Dre album. Excuse me, I bought the new Dre album uh, and that stuff, you know. So that's the stuff I keep up with the rappers that I know that are, aren't dead, much like the singers from the 90s that aren't dead. Uh, I listen to so but it's just you know, the point is it's just you know makes me feel old when like you know 16 year olds are like yeah we're gonna see that movie straight out of Compton because those dudes are awesome mm. I remember they have when no idea who they are. I remember when I was your age you know but I knew who those people were I knew yeah. what that stood for because it was fun to say it like whisper it like you know yeah. what it stands for you know because you're a kid and that's, right. that stuff's funny to a kid you know, and, and these kids these days are going to go to this movie and they're going to hear straight out of Compton the, the song or any other NWA thing and be like, it's so like, like it's not like today's music. It's like, this is stupid. But you will get those some kids that will listen to it and be like, wow. That's the guy that's in that this kid's is, movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> Speaking of which, the actor they got to play Ice Cube, when we saw the preview for the first time, I was like, wait, is this a documentary? 
because the dude looks exactly like young Ice Cube. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, he looks... Now Ice Cube is the guy in 22 Jump Street, 21 Jump uh, Street. Oh, you mean, are, are, we, are we there, there yet? yet? <laughs> Barbershop. Hey, guys, taking a quick break from the podcast to ask you to please, please, please shoot on over to iTunes, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. We love to hear feedback because, hey, let's face it, like the 80s, we're not perfect. Also, head on over <laughs> to... <laughs> So you screwed up this ad. <laughs> Damn, now I get got to get back to the show. This is 30 seconds now. We only got eight seconds left. Oh, shit. We're still, oh, I thought you affected you do your okay, magical Amazon, editing thing. iTunes. And Stitcher. Reviews. Go get them. Thank you. Yeah, so. Anyway, but, uh, what we're talking about? Yeah, the Toxic oh. Avenger. Uh. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's, that's my whole story about getting to watch it and all that. So, But even as a child, I didn't, it didn't stick. What stuck with me was like, the cheapness of the effects, which honestly, that has like a disturb more that makes it more disturbing. Mm. I mean, when you see a dog covered in like gray dyed spaghetti to be its guts, like it's still like, Ugh. Yeah. you know, it's like it's not overly gross. Like the thing where the dog's head splits open, it's a bizarre flower of a dog skull, and you know, really grotesque. It's just uh, the cheap effects of this film really add to like a you know, an uncomfortable. I think like, calling it's it just a gross. film is giving it a little too much credit. No, it's a cult film. I mean, give it. it whether you what like, cult? That's the worst cult ever. No, whether you whether you like this film or not, it is a cult classic. That's why there's four of them and a possible reboot on the way, which we'll get into at the end of the episode. But uh, anyway, uh, but now revisiting it, I'm still not a Toxic Avenger fan. I'll tell you what, I was a fan of though, and. I wasn't necessarily a fan of the films, but I was a fan of the cartoon, which ran for one season. Toxic Crusaders came out around the same time as Ninja Turtles toys and all that. Which also we also we talked about uh, on a few few episodes ago about how toys on R-rated movies and all that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, there was a toy line based on this. Yeah, I know. Not the film, but the cartoon right. Toxic Crusaders, in which the main character was Toxie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, there were some awesome figures. Just you know, the, they were build on the fact how gross they were like there was nose on huge nose you had a hole in the back of his head where you poured like the little can of goop so his nose would run like snot and right you know that was kind of the the niche they had but uh i remember my best friend jason he had like every single one of them so we'd go over there and play toxic crusaders and had a comic book they also had a toxic avenger comic there's this we just watched a scene where the dog get shot which many people consider the most disturbing film scene of the film Obviously, uh, a puppet that's thrown across the room. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. actually, the dog that they sliding is a real dog. The one oh, that's really? sliding. That was like a different dog. Because <laughs> I was, I was reading something. I think not on IMDb, but Wikipedia. Uh, notice how this guy doesn't use his right hand. It's because he's an amputee. It's a fake hand, and Toxie's about to rip it off. Ah, uh, okay. Sneak peek of the trivia coming up in just a second. Yeah. But anyway, revisiting this film, it's still not good to me. I've never been a Toxic Avenger fan. I respect it for like you know the fact that it would I mean it was a, done on a cheap budget. It became a cult film. It, it's had success because of what it is, and we all like bad films. It's just I don't hate the Toxic Avenger, but it's not like I'm going to go out and buy the Blu-ray set of one through four ever, and I'll probably not watch this one until I rent it for a child. And like we'll be right back, and then I'll just have a slight tear run down my cheek because it'll remind me of me as a kid. Yeah. But anyway. I feel like this movie reminded me a lot of Swamp Thing. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, oh, Swamp Thing had a 
decent budget, so to speak, for what it for what it was. <laughs> well, that's but sad. it still it still looked like this film. Yeah. So. Coffee. Are you like slow mo watching it to make sure dog. it's a real dog? Yeah, it's a real dog. <laughs> he has no wound, but no. Yeah. The poor well, thing looks scared too. Like, why are you sliding me across this Taco Bell floor? <laughs> Actually, uh, it wasn't a Taco. Oh no, we talked about it and how it looked just like it was shot inside a Taco the Bell. The old Taco Bells. You remember the old Taco Bells oh, yeah, with I the giant that. brick arches across the front? And even the tile looks like familiar, like the old kind of Taco Bell. However, yeah, I think that's generic. This restaurant tile. was never a Taco Bell. Its name in the film is that Taco Place, that Mexican place. Which sounds like a joke, like, yeah. hey, let's go to that Mexican place. Uh-huh. That is the actual name of this restaurant. And today, it Aww. is a Popeye's. They thought that their their restaurant would get like publicity and famous for being in a movie. Those poor people. Well, you they were the... so misled. No, like, baby, like, this is like, you know, I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show has a huge cult following. Yeah, because it's good. Yes, some people don't like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but love this. Oh, they're wrong. I would not necessarily disagree with you, but... The, the trauma films have a huge following, like all of them. It, of course, the Toxic Avenger was the first one that kind of started everything. Okay, so Toxie's girlfriend seriously reminds me of Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> um, could be her mom. I think she's prettier than Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, nah, like uh, the facial expressions she makes are, are very buffy. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned anything about all the numerous dick jokes because the whole time we're watching, oh she's like, my dick God. joke. Dick joke. There's so dick many joke. and they're so bad. It's ridiculous. Everyone's getting hit in the balls. It's like America's Funniest Videos. It maybe was that's so where Bob stupid. Saget got it from. Maybe we have the Toxic Avenger. Or maybe, to think. I don't know. I don't know which one fed which, but that was so horrible. This was definitely pre-America's Funniest Home Videos. Um, and then the the bad guy in the restaurant scene that's like half red, half black. He looks like he could be in like a several different movies, really, but he could have been an extra in Rocky Horror. He could have been a bad guy in like Mad Max. He, The face well, makeup the is... Oh, I was just about restaurant. to say. Yeah. This, they have a sombrero and then under her cross katanas <laughs> instead of like, you know... Japanese Mexican pirates. I don't know. It's weird. I think it was just for you, literally for that comedic. Like, what the heck? Which is a lot lot of what this film is. Excuse me, there's your first burp. (laughs) Uh, She said she was gonna keep count because I'm drinking a coke and talking ecstatically about this movie. But anyway, uh, the big thing about this movie that as that I always remember, like it was always just so gross, and it still is like gross to watch. Like, I mean, people get their hands put in. Uh, fryers, they get uh, that ice cream drill thing drilled through their face, arms ripped off, it's not guts a drill, pulled it's out. A blender. Whatever. God. It technically it, it drills through his face. Whatever it yeah. is, the action of what it does is drilling through his face. So thank you, fact checker, for correcting me again for the fifth time. Well, it's a blender. Okay, that's fine. Trace never it, worked fast food, so we didn't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, and I, I I take that as a badge of honor. Thank you. Never had to do it. Yeah, your parents never made you work for your money. Good job. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where'd you I, work? Dairy Queen. Oh. Okay. I just want to say something. I rarely get offended off of anything, but that offends the fuck out of me because I worked since the day I turned 15. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're walking home. I'm not walking anywhere. Jesse, do not just, just ignore her. <laughs> She'll just sleep with the cats and you probably won't even know she's there until she actually gets hungry. <laughs> But if she's still here on Friday when I come back for board game night, I'll take her home then. <laughs> Maybe she'll have learned some fucking respect yeah. for her husband. Mm-hmm. Where are you going in a month? Uh, and, and, and why is that? Uh... Yeah, okay. Okay. Everybody gets it. Moving on. <laughs> I'm 
you know, Jesse, let's, I'm just not going to bring her anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is just... You mean you and I are going? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Me and you. Now kiss. We might. But yeah. It won't be within your view. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't get to get off. Just to spite me. That's yep. right. But anyway, uh, some quick trivia about this film. There's actually some really interesting things about it behind the scenes. Uh, as I mentioned before, as we're, we're watching the restaurant scene still because it's a pretty long action scene. But uh, <laughs> if you watch it again, uh, body pay there. attention to the, the black guy who's about to rape the blind girl. Uh, he never moves his right arm. It's because he's an actual amputee, which is why when Toxie rips it off, you don't see you know the hand, the classic hand behind the back. Yeah. Ah, obviously my torso is twice as wide because my <laughs> arm is like tied to my back. Even though he was wearing like super baggy clothing, yeah, he could easily uh-huh. could have done it. Probably they should have done it with like him wearing a tank top or something. That would. But then they couldn't have hit the uh, with a fake arm would have been a little so much yeah. more obvious. Just shoot it from the other angle the whole time until you know the. They don't happens. know shooting techniques. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, yes, they <laughs> definitely because there is so. No, I'm thinking of a different one. Sorry, but uh, there was one of the other ones like they use reverse footage the entire movie practically. Like the show Toxie jumping up on a building, they just show him. You know, he obviously jumped off. <laughs> he just, just jumped. Yeah. Down. <laughs> Tons of reverse stuff. They learned a different trick. Oh, it also should be noted. Uh, I believe every movie that we've covered this month, with the exception of uh, Swamp Thing, had the Twin Towers in them. Mm. Respect. Yeah. Uh, which I think it's always cool to see them. It is. It's you know, so it make, weird. To me, it make like... Because remember, if you remember, there was a whole big thing... Because uh, uh, right after 9-11, or right before 9-11, they had the Spider-Man teaser for the very yeah, first Spider-Man. they had to take it out. And it was an awesome teaser. The guys are robbing the bank. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Jesse. You might have remembered it. They're robbing the bank. They're getting away in the helicopter. All of a sudden, they're flying towards the screen, and all of a sudden, it just stops, yeah. and they get jerked back. Giant spider web between the Twin Towers. Yeah, I've seen that. Awesome. I was like, oh, my God. That's when you realize it's Spider-Man. You're watching yeah. a teaser for Spider-Man. Finally. Great teaser. <laughs> well, then, because of 9-11, we can't see that anymore, so yeah, it became banned, Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. Because uh, I know that I personally, whenever I see him in a movie, that makes me like, God, like, you know, ma- makes me mad but happy. Like, you know, I'm glad, like, even s- people can still see that and understand what happened off my soap, off yeah, the serious box. Now, back to the comedy. You weren't comedy. personally impacted. Uh, you didn't no. lose anyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we didn't, no, none of us lost anyone, but every single American was affected. You know what I mean? Like, like if, I know what if your father's last breath was in that building before they fell. That doesn't make it any less then sad. Then it would be more me- painful for you to see that right after it happened in a movie trailer. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but it does but you know, I mean, like at this point, it would be fine if they re like seeing that. But right after it happened, like that would have been a well, little. Well, no, too that's much why now people. that's you know been what twelve years this year after or. 14 years after 14, it. Yeah. Uh, that's why now we can have that movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt about the guy walking between them. Yeah. Because when I first saw that trailer, I'm like, wait, what is this? Because I know they're making a movie about yeah, it. And the, the yeah. trailer starts where it goes up to Twin Towers. I'm like, is this another 9-11 movie? Because they're doing like the whole hype yeah. thing. And like, and to me, like when every time I watch that movie, all I'm thinking about is people, real people saw that for real. Yeah. Without a high wire under them. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's still like, I'm glad that Finally, we can have that in movies again. Like that movie wouldn't yeah. have been made five years ago. It, it you know, the South Park ref- joke. Uh, it's oh, how long has it been? Ten years. It's cool. We can make fun of it now, or we can you know we can get over it. You know what I'm saying? Why are you looking at me like that? 
your resting I know what you're your resting to say, bitch but... face is aggravating oh. me. <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, oh yeah, we were talking about what we saw in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The you talked about the half black face, uh, half black, half red guy. Yeah, uh, his name was Patrick Kilpatrick. I didn't mention him because he didn't do anything else anyway. But he actually quit the production, which his scene was over anyway. But uh, after he had the point the shotgun at the kid in the uh, restaurant, uh-huh. he pretty much like he was like, "That's it. Okay, I'm not." Now that I'm dead, I'm out of here. Uh, that was like his limit, As not opposed to shooting a dog or watching uh what you just a gate look at your phone message. <laughs> breaking beep 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 breaking news here at Eighties Revisited. You won't care. Keep maybe, talking. Maybe I will. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the scene where the seeing eye dog gets shot received the most complaints by trauma up until that uh, around that time. Like oh, that's the most disturbing thing in a film where you know people are getting brutally killed. A child gets his head run over. The most disturbing thing to people was the dog getting shot. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I love animals, too. That is fucked up, but not as fucked up as seeing a child get killed. Nobody complained about that, apparently. Or not enough. Uh, when they were filming the scene in Shinbone Alley, uh, which was which, with Cigar Face, the dude in drag, and the kind of big, tall, dumb dude, a homeless man actually stole a prop gun on the set and tried to get money out of everybody. Tried to rob everybody with the prop gun. Uh, while they were there. Uh, the violent-looking crushing, of, or when they run over the kid's head, that was actually done by injecting a watermelon with corn syrup and red food dye, and then they put a rubber wig and, I mean, a rubber f- mask and the wig over it and then ran over it with a car. So that's how they accomplished that scene. Uh, if you're, you know, cheap effects, but pretty effective at that time. Uh, during the car wreck scene when Toxie's in the car with Bozo when they go off the cliff, uh, that actually almost killed the stunt driver because they didn't install the roll cage bar properly. Nice. And he came very close to dying. So, kind of like, you know, in Mad Max where the dude like, like lo- got his leg a, shattered. Like, he could have died or, like, he got really, really hurt? Almost, all, it's, all it says is almost killed. So, something could have whizzed, landed right by his head, missed mm-hmm. by an inch. He could have gotten so hurt that he almost died. No exact specifics. Maybe on the DVD commentary they'll have a little more on that or something if you want to go suffer through that. Although I have heard the commentaries. <laughs> Jesse's watching the weight room scene. Uh, I have heard that a lot of uh, Kaufman's commentaries for all the trauma films are very entertaining because he gives a lot of... He's very in-depth with the behind-the-scenes stuff. So they're usually very interesting That's and entertaining uh, commentaries. But anyway, uh, the monster Melvin turns into is actually... Uh, He's never referred to as Toxie or the Toxic Avenger in this film until the very end, which we open the podcast with. I thought she was on her cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait a second. 1984. What was she on? (laughs) Time Traveler. Uh, I thought it was like her cell phone in her hand. (laughs) You know what? Oh, those are the photos. That's right. Oh, yeah. Continue. It's still funny, though, like how you think in today's, like... Yeah. Your mind goes to that, like, oh, wait, wait, that's not a cell phone. Yeah, she's not looking at a cell phone. But uh, anyway, like PDA. That's uh, our Apple Newton. <laughs> <laughs> but that's is that why a thing? Back in the day. Back in the yeah. 90s or so, yeah. yeah. No idea what that is. Precursor to the Apple iPhone. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh, you guys are old. You're right behind us, toots. Uh, where was it? Oh, anyway. Yeah, he's never referred to as Toxic or the Toxic Avenger until the very end oh. where they say the Toxic Avenger will be there. But uh, that's why the, the shirts the kids make 
to support Toxie in the film. They all say, I love the... Uh, monster. Yeah, monster hero. I knew there was another word in there. Uh, which I'd like to get my hands on one of those shirts because that would be hilarious. Uh, also, the original actor to play Bozo was Vincent D'Onofrio. However, hmm. apparently he asked for, quote-unquote, a slight raise and immediately got fired. <laughs> so if you're on a trauma film, just take what they give you and... Or get which a is real nothing. job. <laughs> Can I get paid you gotta, for this? You gotta get you're something. Uh, also, Marissa Tomei is an extra in this film, and oh, we looked for geez. her but couldn't find her. But apparently, she runs out of the shower at some point. Uh, and I do—I'm pretty sure on YouTube, if you uh, search it, there's probably like a scene where an arrow appears over her head or something. Uh, but the the genesis of this film came because if you look at Lloyd Kaufman's credits on IMDb, you might be shocked to see all these trauma films, but also you see Rocky. He was uh, some vague producer or something or other. Rock. I didn't. Uh, I read it, but I've since forgotten. Didn't write it down. But anyway, why he was oh, there? She was. Why he was right there? Yep, purple towel. She grew into her face and yeah. body. She <laughs> but looks it, better now. <laughs> yes, a lot better. <laughs> but anyway, uh, while he was watching, while he was on set with Rocky, he got the idea of making a movie in a health club for some reason. But Weird. then. But then he read a magazine article with the headline about how horror films are dead. So then he decided to, hmm, I want to make this health club movie, but I want it to be a horror film. And that became The Toxic Avenger. Original name for the movie? Health Club. Very original. Wow. Uh, sells a lot of tickets. Yeah. Not that Toxic Avenger sold a lot either. But of course it has become a cult classic. Uh, it took four hours to get uh, Mitch Cohen dressed up like The Toxic Avenger. Uh, I mentioned that the Mexican place was actually called The Mexican Place. And that's roughly about it for the trivia, but definitely when some do interesting you think things. In like the American vernacular, like when what's the tipping point where it went from a health club to a gym? Because no one says health club now; everyone's just going to the gym. Like, what was that tipping point? I don't know. Do they call it? I remember they, it being called a health club. Yeah, I do too. Like, I remember people saying that, but yeah. I mean, uh, it's when the hand job started. <laughs> no, I don't think that was it. <laughs> what do they say in like Europe? Uh, I don't know. I wonder if, like... I live here. <laughs> but you're so learned because you've been over there because you're my wife. So and I classy. took you over there. Uh, oh, yeah. The car bursts in... A, you missed it, Jesse, but the car is, like, engulfed in flames and look at the driver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just got some makeup on his face. But anyway, I have no clue, babe, but it would seem to me... I don't know, because a lot of times, like, what they call things overseas, maybe, sometimes catches on over here or... No, I, I just want to know, in America, when did I it go from being a health club to a gym? Because it I know, used to be a you health said club, that. now it's a gym. Yes, I don't care about what that. Europe says. Did you, you're doing that thing again where you're not listening to what <laughs> I'm saying. I'm literally answering your question with a hypothesis, and you're disregarding that. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying anything, and it yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but of course the listeners heard exactly what I said and understand sure. what I'm saying. As Jesse obviously does here. Wait, we're recording this? <laughs> rem- oh, remember? You're our, you're our counselor. You're our marriage counselor here. No, but I gave my hypothesis. Since you don't Meh. care, go fuck yourself. Uh, anyway, score-wise, Autumn, what decimal point are you going to give it since you obviously hated this thing? You know, I would rather watch... Uh, what did we hate last week? Punisher. Uh, you hated The Punisher. Yeah. I'd rather watch The Punisher. Okay. Is that your score? Rather watch The Punisher? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, yeah. We're going to go with that. Like, like, I would watch Fantastic Four again before I'd watch this. I'd watch this again before I'd watch Fantastic Four just because there's nothing enjoyable about it after seeing it seeing what it is i still get a laugh out of certain things in this film 
I just uh, don't find it funny. Like what, what they think are supposed to be like funny joke moments, they're not funny. But again, like ten year old boys might find like dick punches hilarious all seventy five times that it happens, but like it's not funny. None of it's funny. To you. Dead air. But anyway, (laughs) I just wanted that to sink in for a second. Uh But again, it's not necessarily, I mean, I'm sure they thought things were funny, but first and foremost, I think this film was meant to be like, just holy, like, let's do some fucked up stuff. And that's kind of like the thing, because I don't remember any, I never remembered any of the humor in it. I knew there were like some jokes that weren't necessarily funny, but I always remembered the kid getting his head run over, the dog getting shot, old lady getting stuck in a dryer. Uh, the dude's guts getting ripped out of the end. I always remember like the big gore sequences, so to speak, because you know it's meant to be a horror film in a sense. It was in the horror section at MLV when I was a kid. Movie Land Video for those yo that weren't listening to like the earlier part of the podcast uh, and all that. But uh, if I had to give this movie a score to as a kid, I hated. It. I never would have watched it again. But as an adult, knowing now, you know that what this spawned the legacy of the Toxic Avenger, to where I mean it is a cult classic. It is a cheaply made bad movie. But, you know, that being said, I'd say it's like a five. You know, I, I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's not Batman and Robin. It's not like big budget crap. It's a low budget movie that found a niche and, you know, pretty much founded an empire. You know, Toxie built Troma, much like Freddy is the New Line is the house that Freddy built. Because New Line was a struggling company. They put it on Iron Elm Street, and those films funded New Line Cinema, which. You know, New Line Cinema doesn't exist anymore, I believe, but, I mean, that gave us Lord of the Rings and so many other Pulp Fiction. No, Pulp Fiction was Max, excuse me. But uh, the success of this film and what it spawned, you know, a B-movie revolution, so to speak. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. that's fine. It's not your cup of tea. Nope. It's not necessarily my cup of tea. But, uh, anyway, uh, the legacy of the Toxic Avenger, because, like I said, like, this spawned, let's see, it spawned three sequels. Uh... Three, uh, one, uh, two, which is Toxic Avenger 2. Three was Toxic Avenger 3, The Last Temptation of Toxie, obviously riffing on Last Temptation of Christ. And then four was Citizen Toxie, Citizen Kane, blah, blah, blah. Uh, never saw the fourth one. But I did hear that the fourth one was done so cheaply that it wasn't makeup for Toxie. It was literally a rubber mask. So they really, really went low budget on that one. Uh-huh. Uh, but also the toy line for Toxic Crusaders. Uh, there were comics of Toxic Cru- both Toxic Crusaders and Toxic Avenger, uh, both Marvel. Uh, and actually, I didn't know this until I was looking this up uh, for the film. There's actually a stage musical of the Toxic Avenger mm. off off Broadway. <laughs> but nevertheless, it was made. Uh, and this is the thing, too. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, as of 2013, there was talks of a remake with none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Toxic Avenger. Uh, however, it was also uh, the reboot was meant to be PG thirteen and quote unquote family friendly. That's retarded, ridiculous mm. uh, for this franchise. It's much like what they anyway what they ended up doing with Terminator Genesis anyway, taking an R rated franchise and making a PG thirteen family friendly reboot. Uh, which is the Genesis is the reason Arnold dropped out of the reboot of Toxic Avenger. So as it's st- kind of stalled in Hollywood right now, there's no mm. real interest in it. But you can guarantee it will happen sooner or later. People, because Hollywood's out of ideas, and they'll eventually come back to it. Uh, but in the real world, again, the theatrical release date was April 11th, 1986. Three days later, hailstones weighing 2.2 pounds fall on Gopalanji district of Bangladesh, 
killed 92 people. Jeez. Hmm. 92 people <laughs> killed by hailstones three days after this film came out. In Coincidence? Had to be some sort yes. of... It was probably some pollution that uh, yeah. the bad corporation was pumping into the atmosphere from Tromaville. Now Toxy has to go avenge him. The untold story of the, of the Toxic Avenger. Now this week's Back to the Future, as I mentioned... Uh, we have seen something since we saw Fantastic Four last time, Hooray. so we don't have, no longer have to say that's the last movie we saw. But actually, last yeah. night, as a no matter of fact, we saw The Man from Uncle with Ar- Army Hammer and Henry Cavill, aka Superman, and it was really good. It was. I'm not a big Guy Ritchie fan. I'm not like a well. big fan either, but it was. It's definitely a little more because you know he, he does like those English gangster. I mean, type maybe I haven't seen things. the right movie of his, but. But uh, it's definitely, st- like, you could tell, like, it's, uh, let me phrase this. You couldn't necessarily tell it's a Guy Ritchie movie, but it's very stylized. You, you know, yeah. I mean, did they all talk with English accents? Well, yeah. Well, no. no. Actually, no. Only, Only Hugh Grant uh, yeah, has a British say, accent. Henry Cavill uh, okay. is that's English. That's usually Guy Ritchie's like, okay, everybody has to speak. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't understand you. What are you well, if a movie takes place in London, of course they have to have a British that. accent. That's true. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, but Guy Ritchie's forte is British gangster films, like well, yeah, because yeah, he's that's British. What he's, that's all he's saying. Take place there, and yeah. yeah, okay, okay, realist. Thank you so much for your <laughs> for your for your statements. But, Sorry, uh, I have an opinion. Jeez. Stop it. <laughs> no, but anyway, if no. you want an opinion, get your own podcast. <laughs> that's kind of on it. <laughs> he's kind of been here for 123 <laughs> episodes. All right. Just saying. So it was very stylized. It looked yours. really good. It was a very pretty movie, and I really liked it. And by saying looks really good and really pretty, you're talking about Army Hammer and Henry Cavill, or you're talking about the direction and the cinematography. I was really talking about them, the movie itself, but yeah. Just checking. I mean, when you're, I've done more podcasts than you have, even. That's right. Oh like, God, are you still one. on this? Because I did the best of. Best of. You've done one more than me. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, don't take any vacations. <laughs> yeah. I did really like it. Yeah, but it was it was fight re- choreography was really good. They acted it really really well. It was a good story. I didn't fall asleep. I didn't even lay down. Yeah, a we were in the movie theater, but also B. No, actually, no, never mind. That doesn't me. stop her. But <laughs> I was, will lay down and go she, to sleep. You didn't fall. No, you didn't fall asleep because of the stars. Nope. Let's be honest. I liked it, and I wanted to see what happened. Mm-hmm. And like that that double double cross. I was like, what? spoilers, man. <laughs> Double, triple, and, and, double, and revisiting what we were talking about earlier, she did lean over to me during the movie and goes, I hope they kiss. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, but, also, the movie was shot in places that we've been, so I had a few moments where I was like, I've been there. Only I say it more like, been there. And it's so aggravating. Yeah, it is. Because we'll drive by somewhere that she went to school or lived. Uh-huh. Been, lived there. Went to school there. Where was the shot? They had some scenes They went in Rome. to Rome. Uh, like, oh, the, there's that fountain. You went to school in Rome? Uh-huh. Okay. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> but, like, they went to uh, the Coliseum, and they went to the Forum. The Coliseo? And they went to the oh. Spanish Steps. All the hot spots. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, I mean, anything on said's right. I mean, it was it was really good. I wasn't a fan of the TV show. I saw, like, one episode on Nick at Night, like, a long time ago. I didn't and... know it was a TV show. Oh, good. You learned something today. not a million. Yeah, but uh, it was really good, and they, they leave it open for a sequel, which I would go see. Yeah, of immediately. It was, it was hmm. re- it was stylishly done. Uh, acting was great. Uh, I I'm a big fan of Army Hammer. I think he's a underused. Yeah, I and really like him. I think he's a really good actor. 
Uh, of course, super cute. Uh, I'm the Lone Ranger. Yeah, I was about to yes. say. I really think, even though I don't think, again, I think that's a movie that gets undeserved hate. I don't think it was that bad. It was definitely way too long, but they, uh, I, I didn't hate it. I liked it. Actually, I liked it. I enjoyed it. it. I don't know why it everyone hated it. But uh, it was you know, it was it was that was again like the Fantastic Four, even like the eighty nine Punisher, just a lot of it didn't get a lot of good word of mouth, I guess, so people automatically said, Oh yeah, I heard it was stupid. And then, you know but it that kind of becomes the attitude of it. But uh yeah, so basically Man from Uncle, aka Lone Ranger versus Superman. Uh before Batman there was the Lone Ranger versus Superman. It's true. But uh it's funny because Army Hammer plays My car a Russian. Is named after his horse. Uh, Army Hammer plays a Russian, and then uh, Cavill plays an American. Yeah. So, so no they're both doing accents, accents mm. until Hugh Grant shows up. Uh, but it's really, really good. Uh, def- uh, let's see what else is pl- oh, right now. Straight Outta Compton's playing. This is playing. Mission Impossible still playing. So there are some good options in the theater right now. Haven't seen Mission Impossible yet or Straight Outta Compton, but that's. Right. Uh, Want to see them high both? Ratings, though. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, there's like, I don't have to see them in the theater necessarily, but I do I want to see Mission Impossible in the theater for that airplane scene <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so if you go into the movie soon, you got some. You actually have some good options. Yeah, uh, for now. But definitely, you know, if you might have been interested. And school's back in, so there's not a bunch of teenagers, like, yes. everywhere. The best part of going to the movies on the yes. weekends again now. Or the well, weekdays, weekdays again. yeah. We went Monday night. And no it was awesome. little brats all over the place. So, yeah, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, of course, you can drop us a line, AsiaVisited at gmail.com, at AwesomePods on Facebook, uh, at AwesomePods.com, at AwesomePods on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. AwesomePods is short for the Awesome Podcast Network. There are plenty of other podcasts on there to go check out. Uh, and always, as always, a big shout out to our good friends in Lafayette, John and James. Still got your jacket, John. One day, my friend, will get it to you. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. If not, we'll bury it with full honors if you you know, give the word. Uh, we can put it on a raft, shoot an arrow on fire, into the jacket, set it on fire, and then float it like a Viking funeral for okay, the jacket. I mean, if John says that's cool, I'll leave that entirely up to you. Yes. Oh, I'm uh, not very good at archery. I figured. It'd still be fun to watch. <laughs> just shoot uh, incendiary rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. Or just put it in the garbage. <laughs> I'm 100%. No, I want to I wanna burn it and send it to Valhalla on the water like a Viking. Or we could drive down the road at 90 miles an hour and spray silver paint on it and throw it out the window at another vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually not how you get to Valhalla. I don't know what that movie was talking about. He's a false guy. <laughs> <sighs> it's a good day. Anyway, everybody, this has been Age Revisited. It's been Superhero Month. I need to educate my wife some more about mm-hmm. things. But anyway, in all seriousness, Superhero Month is now over. Thank goodness. Can we watch good movies now? Oh, what, like the one you recommended, like Young Einstein? <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> I think you fell asleep in, but I was glued oh, well, to the yeah. screen. I mean, I've seen it before. I don't need to watch it again. But no, but you're like, oh, can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it? You're on tape saying that. Thank you very much. Funny. <laughs> really? Because you didn't seem to give a shit about it. Dude, <laughs> if it's dark and I'm on a couch, I'm going to bed. I don't care. Whatever. It's just what happens. Okay, fine. Anyway, but Superhero Month it, month. month? Is over, and uh, there are other a few other superhero movies in the '80s that we didn't do. Uh, really? Yes. There are two Toxic Avenger sequels oh, that took God. place in the '80s. Uh, Supergirl. Uh, Jesse, I know he's pulling up the list right now. While I'm stalling for time, but uh, you know uh, there are a few others. <laughs> There's a list. Well, but the real Batman was in the '80s. Yeah, we did that one already on the podcast, so we couldn't do it again. Yeah, no, I know, but you said a lot of superhero movies from the 80s. Yeah, Condor Man doesn't count because it wasn't a comic. Uh, Flash Gordon, which we haven't done yet. But however, our friends at Now vs. Nostalgia have done it. Uh, RoboCop, of course, was a movie first, but then became a comic 
after the fact. Uh, but, you know, again, like kind of like what we talked about on the first hey, episode. Hey, Highlander's on that list. It's not a comic book. Uh, uh, you said superhero. Superhero. I mean, well, he's, he's not a superhero. He's it's a Highlander. It's on the list. <laughs> Whatever. This isn't necessarily accurate. True. Uh, anyway, we talked about on the first episode just how, you know, doing our first episode of Superhero Month, when we talk about Superman 3, just how superhero movies now are commonplace. Every month, almost practically, mm-hmm. there is a at superhero least, movie. At, le- at over least over the course a of a year. year yeah. There's at least three or four. You know, the next five years are planned out yep. with superhero movies. And back in the 80s, there weren't that many. There was Superman, as far as, like, big budget goes. And then there was nothing until 1989 when Tim Burton revolutionized the superhero genre with Batman. And then, you know, that went and for Prince. that went for four year, uh, four sequel, uh, three sequels until that got murdered mm-hmm. by Joel Schumacher. But, you know... And then there was kind of that lull, and then Brian Singer. Come, I mean, uh, I think no X Men was before Spider Man, was it? Uh, or Spider Man? I think X Men was a little X-Men bit. X Men was two thousand. Spider Man had to be a little bit after that. Spider Man was two thousand two. Okay, yeah, and then Spider Man. I mean, uh, X Men came, and then that was like, okay, you could do a good superhero movie, and then Spider Man, the first one, great, and then you get the sequels to both of those, and now the door is wide open. I mean, I think it's safe to say that X2 and Spider-Man 2 are the best of respective franchises. Mm. Uh, you know, but again, in the 80s, there really wasn't much. As these movies we've gone over, you know, a couple of them have special places in my heart. Well, of the four that we did, one of them has a special place in yeah. my heart. Uh, you know, but it's, it's definitely interesting to watch these now, revisit them, to see what, a, you know, again, in that time frame, this is what you had. This is what was cons- these are what were considered superhero movies, you know. And up, I mean, up until X Men in two thousand, all those years of cinema, the high points were Superman the movie and Batman. Pretty much, those were the the big high points in superhero cinema. Two great, still both done on the podcast. I believe we did. No, I think we just mentioned Superman one because that wasn't in the eighties to catch mm-hmm. Daniel up. I don't. I know we did part two. Uh, but uh, regardless, that's, you know, growing up, Su- Superman was the hero as a kid for me. But kids these days? Uh, Batman. Yeah. They, they, take your pick. Star-Lord. Yeah. Fucking star You know, yeah. what, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad way, but I mean, you know, Ant-Man is a, is a hero that kids are going to Target and buying the little helmets for and running around and doing that. When I was a kid, you had, a, you know, you had cartoon character costumes, but not necessarily superhero ones. I mean, you had Superman, you know, kind of the, the big, more mainstream ones, but, you know, even action figure wise, as a very young kid, uh, DC had their superpowers line, and then Marvel had their Secret Wars line. But I mean, that was just the basics: Wolverine, Spider-Man, Captain America, Doctor Doom, Doctor Octopus. Uh, I remember I, 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 the only reason I knew who Hawkman was because he had a toy, and I wanted him because he had big wings, and you squeeze his legs like together, Condor and his Man. wings would fly, flap. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I see this movie Condor Man at the video store. This must be Condor Man. <laughs> I have to get this toy. Condor Man. <laughs> God. <laughs> that is that is not a superhero movie. That is a farce. That is a disgrace. I'd rather watch every. To- I'd rather watch Toxic Avenger Quadrilogy than watch Condor Man again. Yeah, no, I just didn't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Condor Mobile was pretty cool, but anyway, as we mentioned uh, before, too, Superhero Month is dedicated to our, our uh, a good friend of the podcast who passed away, David Vallejo. Superhero Month was for you, buddy. And again, all those of y'all who knew, all our new listeners who might have uh, started listening recently or visited our back catalog because they were listening, thank you so much. Uh, and our condolences still go out to y'all and everything like that. And again, our listeners, next 80s movie, 80s movie you watch, 
if you're having a drink, tip a glass to our lost brother in the 80s, uh, David Vallejo. So rest easy, buddy. We're going to keep going here. Uh, but anyway, next week, I already have it on the paper, Autumn, and I already mentioned it just for you, baby, because I do everything in the world for my wife. <laughs> Every single penny. Excuse me, thing. Uh, <laughs> but we'll be doing Young Einstein, and also, because there's not much to say about it, we'll also touch on the other film of Yahoo Serious. Even though there's two other ones, but I'm not watching wow. the third one. So it's going to be Young Einstein. Yahoo Serious Month. <laughs> yeah, no, Yahoo Serious episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't quite have that crossover success that Paul right. Hogan and, uh, uh, you know, recent actors have had. So <laughs> Flash in the pan. Look, like he, had, he did have a movie, one movie in each decade. True. 80s, 90s, and 2000s. We're not doing Mr. Accident, <laughs> but we will mainly focus on Young Einstein. But we'll also mention Reckless, Reckless Kelly because... Of the two films of his that I've seen, that's the only one that I really cared for. Right. Even well, though it was the 90s. Yes, but it will be mentioned because... Tie-ins. And because stuff. I looked up information on Young Einstein, and there's not enough to fill a segue <laughs> in our Aww. podcast. So it'll be a short episode next week. Right, yeah, yeah. So next week, Yahoo Serious. I mean, uh, Young Einstein, starring Yahoo Serious here on Age Visited. And then let's see where we at. Maybe we could share the episode with like cartoons or something. Since uh, we'll think, of, I'll think of, I'll we'll find a good tangent. Well, we have tangents all the time. It just it happens. And actually, let's find something about we three episodes with after. Uh, we pretty much have disagreed on every movie in this past month. Well, and honestly, every movie I think you've been on the podcast, we've disagreed on because hmm. you hate them all. Or dislike them different That's not true, different because amounts. We, we did like a whole episode of movies I got to pick. That's right, and you were still like, yeah, it's all right. That's just not true. Because I know I liked Pretty in Pink better than you did. Now, no. Yes. No. Yes, because you were like, yeah, it's all right. It's not, uh, I like Six what and Candles so much better. Ever. But anyway. Oh, we did agree on The Road Warrior. So. That it was Boring. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get the fuck um, out of my life. I don't actually remember what I said. Obviously. You don't remember what I told you the other day, but then you uh, said throw it back in my face. Or something. Okay, see, the 7th is Labor Day. The 8th, we're going out of town. Then no. we'll be out of town. No, out of not town, to the town, listeners. Out of town. <laughs> out of town. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. It's the great illusion of radio. All right. <laughs> no, but anyway. The 7th is I Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. I didn't realize how many damn weeks. There are five fucking weeks in September. I like fifth weeks. That's when I'm off. That's great for you. <laughs> yeah. But now I gotta find something else. I gotta find four, five other films to do before Halloween month. Actually, I got all that no, planned out. The uh, that first yeah, last week, yeah, it falls on October. Ah, so good. there's only four weeks. Okay, so good. So suffer through Yahoo Serious, and then <laughs> three other movies, and then it's Halloween here on Age of Visited once again. Ah, yes. the best time of the year, the funnest time of the year, it's the, the most scariest wonderful time. Of the year. time. The year. It's bad luck to sing Christmas carols <laughs> when it's not Christmas. Yeah. That should be a total horror movie. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't know, like urban legend, but like. It might have been a Fear Street book. Who hmm. wrote that? R.L. Stein. Okay, was he the one that did Goosebumps too? Yes. Was Fear Street before Goosebumps? No, they were at the same time, but Fear Street was okay. like for older kids and Goosebumps was for younger kids. Like, okay. Like what we would call tweens these days. Oh. Because mm. I know my brother loved Goosebumps. My brother loved Goosebumps too, and I loved. Her name is Reva. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> I love. Turn off the podcast now. <laughs> Turn it off. Love Save it for Horror Month. Fear Street. Okay. No, but. Uh, 
In fact, I might just start reading them again. Oh my God! <laughs> Please don't. I'm I don't sure want to hear can... your stories. I'm Look sure. How many there are. Jesus. There's so many, and there was so much like teenager sex in there too. Wait, for real? Yeah. Because those were like in Troll Book Club and yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, Goosebumps were, but uh, Fear Street. Yeah, there was some serious like doing it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised like Hollywood hasn't jumped on this for like a TV oh, it's show coming. or something. You see those two Silent Night ones with the girl with the red hair? Yeah, but there's already Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> and then... One uh, Evil Summer. They all sound like... Well, I mean, it is Fear Street, so they yeah. all sound like The Knife. Exactly. And then you see The Betrayal, <laughs> The Burning, and The Secret. That's yeah. like a, a little series there. I like uh, First Evil. No, excuse me. Cheerleaders. First Evil. Yeah, I read those. Cheerleaders. Things. Second Evil. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cheerleaders. Third Evil. Ski Weekend. I wonder what would come next. <laughs> Sunburn. Sunburn. <laughs> so terrible. Curtains. No, no one these are... He ripped off... Okay, the wrong number. That's obviously been done in horror movies before. Blind mm-hmm. Date. That's been done. The Secret... Be- that had to be the sex one. Secret Bedroom. They're all and sex like, The New Girl. They, they're all The New Boy. Ones. Yeah, Curtains. Obviously. <laughs> First Date. First date, obviously. The best friend. Obviously. Uh, cat. Oh, I just realized they were in alphabetical order. Oh, wait. No, they're not. No, they're not. They started they're to be. Close, they're yeah. mostly in alphabetical order, except for Twisted and Curtains and Blind Date. Maybe that's why they're in that, uh, that's that why they're line, because the they added there. them after the fact. I, guess. I need to make it an even pyramid. Yeah. Fear Street. No so knife. Far. That's obvious. That's See, a sex reference. Now, before... <laughs> the knife is his penis. Yes. This kind of... Uh, <laughs> This is funny because when I was, you know, when I was reading books like horror books or whatever, or, or the series that I had was the scariest stories you've ever heard. And there were like three volumes and it was like a whole bunch of short stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had those. But it was genuinely terrifying. Oh, there yeah. were some like horrifying the, stories. I think it was but, the first book that had the, the, the story about like the little guy that sat on the girl's dresser and like watched her sleep. It was really creepy. Okay, now hold on a second. There, there were two series that came out on the same time. Mm. The, one was the scariest stories you've ever heard, which I still have those three books. Was one something about to tell? No, yes. Yeah, so which the books other, are we talking the other, I'm talking about scariest stories you've ever heard, which it has a cover where like, everyone had like an old creepy woman on the cover. The uh, other one was the scariest, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. And okay. That's the one, and that one had all the pictures. See that in, one that says that one. That that's the ones I had. That's scary the one, stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, those that, were creepy as shit. But the thing about the thing that was fucked up about those books is the art. They had the pictures that were terrifying. Yeah, the art. The is pictures the were scarier part. than the stories. But anyway, we'll talk about that more in October. Stop talking about scary stuff okay. before it's Halloween month. You get me excited. I kind of want to go find those books. Uh, okay. I need to read. Go them. spend your money on those. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But anyway, everybody. I think I already did the email address and all that stuff. If not, com. We did already. I know for a fact. We just got another tangent. But anyway, next week, we're going to go back to Australia for Yahoo Serious and Young Einstein. Meh. Uh, Till next week, I'm Trey Harris. Is that your name now? (laughs) 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 The monster I've created. Yeah, I'm Autumn. And, of course, our producer, Jesse Sedgley. Cowabunga! On Facebook.com slash AwesomePods. And follow us on Twitter at AwesomePods.